welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today we are going to be previewing this Wednesday night's slate of college basketball action for DFS purposes. Whether you are playing on FanDuel or DraftKings, single game or full lineup, this podcast will have you covered for this Wednesday night's college hoops action. And honestly, it's a pretty good slate of games, y'all. If you want my full DFS lineups, you know, obviously we're going to go over a lot of names on this podcast that you can put into your lineups, but if you want to see how I put it all together and make a full lineup, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. Our streak got broken last night. The lineup did not cash in the contest that I played, um, but maybe some of you out there, if you played a cash game 50-50 head-to-head, you might have gotten a cash, but... Um, the streak was broken. It was at five. So let's see if we can pick it back up tonight. Again, if you want to see those full lineups, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. And if you want some stats and facts that I don't always get to on the podcast, or if you have any lineup questions, start sit questions, head on over to Twitter. Follow me on there at Mike's Money Picks. Lastly, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast feed. Stay tuned every day. We are coming out with daily episodes. Today is college basketball. Tomorrow and Friday, the focus will turn to NFL. And if there are good college basketball slates, I'll find a way to weave those in as well. And we are going to start producing NBA content very soon as well. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed and find whatever sport you're interested in. You know, we always do about 20-minute episodes, give you all the information you need very efficiently, no fluff, no extra stuff, just the information you need. All right, so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this slate. We're talking about tonight's marquee game. But first, a quick word from our friends at Anchor. The marquee game for tonight's slate is going to be UConn at Florida. Um, very interesting matchup. You know, UConn is ranked in the top 10 now. Florida is not currently ranked, but that's a Decent basketball team, I would say. New coach Todd Golden, seeing if he can get things going there. Um, so, looking at this game, UConn is a three and a half point favorite, and the over under is 145.5, which is the second highest of the slate. It trails only DePaul at St. John's. All right, so let's talk about some. Let's start talking about some UConn Huskies. So Adama Sanogo is UConn's highest usage player, and he's fourth on the slate overall in usage. Now, he kind of plays the four and the five at times, so he may be asked to guard Florida's big Colin Castleton on the other side. If Castleton is guarding Sanogo, Sanogo will definitely have the athleticism advantage. Um, the one thing that worries me looking at Sanogo's production is that all of his best games seem to come from blowout wins. And, you know, three-and-a-half-point spread on this one, I don't necessarily think this is going to be a blowout win for UConn. So I think he's definitely an option, but I also think that when you're looking at the whole slate, I think that there is a lot more forwards in the $8,000 range that I would rather have than Adama Sanogo. But like I said, he's still an option. If Colin Castleton is guarding him, he's going to be able to get by him because he's just simply more athletic. Tristan Newton is UConn's second option, and he's been really inconsistent. Um, So far this season, in terms of fantasy points, he has a high of 64 fantasy points and a low of 8 fantasy points in a game this season, and he has five games under 20 fantasy points. You know, he is UConn's second option. He's, you know, probably their second best player, I would say. But at that price tag, I just, I don't know. It's not a whole lot of consistency. If you're playing a GPP or another tournament i think he is an option because he does give you that ceiling but that level of consistency i just don't think you can trust him you know to be a solid producer in a cash game or you know just in a single game donovan klingon 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 i don't know how to pronounce it i'm gonna go klingon donovan klingon 
may be asked to play extra minutes tonight. So Donovan Klingon is seven foot two. He is UConn's tallest player. He is their backup center. And he may be asked to play minutes tonight to guard Florida's Colin Castleton. And honestly, if he does play extra minutes, that should mean a lot of good things for his fantasy production. So far this season, when Klingon gets 16 minutes, he gets at least 24 fantasy points in those games. He played a season high in minutes last against Oregon, and Oregon has a true center, Nafali Dante, and he had 34 fantasy points in 19 minutes. So, you know, we're looking at a guy here in Klingon that if he does get to that, you know, 20-minute threshold, even 16-minute threshold, he's going to be a reliable fantasy producer, and I think that he has a really high upside tonight because of, I anticipate him seeing a minutes increase. Jordan Hawkins is a really good scorer who is inconsistent fantasy-wise. He has two games under 10 minutes and fantasy points. But however, the rest of his games, he's got four out of five over 28 fantasy points. So I think that, you know, I would personally rather play Hawkins than Newton. I think that they're, they have similar profiles, in my opinion. And I think that Hawkins is a much more accessible price tag than Newton. So I would rather play Hawkins than Newton. Andre Jackson Jr. is a guy whose stock is going straight through the roof. In his last two games, he has 41 fantasy points and 35 fantasy points. Um, I would prefer to be early on guys rather than late. Um, I feel like if we hop on the train here with his third game, I feel like it might be a little late. But at the same time, you know, is this minutes increase and this fantasy points increase a sign of things to come? I think it very well could be. So I think Andre Jackson Jr. is a very intriguing player at a very accessible price tag tonight. Alex Caravan has played at least 22 minutes in every game. And one thing that does bode well for him is that he had his best fantasy point performance in a close game against Alabama. So we're looking at somebody who has played best in close games. This is projected to be a close game. Alex Caravan, and he is a true freshman, so everything is trending upward with true freshmen always. I think he has a chance to be pretty good. Joey Calcaterra, you know, way down the board. Um, he's only got three games where he's hit four times value. Um, I think he should be much lower in price, just my opinion. So I'm probably going to pass on him tonight. And then Hassan Diara is probably the last guy in UConn's rotation who I think is an option. But everything for him is trending downward in terms of minutes and production. So I'm probably avoiding him too. So for UConn, I probably wouldn't play any of the guys below Alex Caravan tonight. Now let's switch on over to Florida. So for Florida... Everything revolves around their big man, Michigan transfer, Colin Castleton. He is third on the slate in usage rate. He has two games over 50 fantasy points. However, he hasn't topped 35 fantasy points in his last four games, and he's the most expensive player on the slate, and so he has only four games over four times value so far this season. So if you play Castleton, he's like the rare, super expensive low floor, high ceiling option. Like, if somebody is priced as high as he is, like an Oscar Sheboy maybe, I would expect their floor to be a lot higher than it is looking at their production. And so I think if you're playing Castleton, you're trying to play him for the upside. And I just, I don't know, I don't think there's enough upside there against this UConn team. You know, you've got Klingon, you've got Sanogo down low to defend him, who are decent defenders. Um, and then his best games have been in games against mediocre competition. This is not mediocre competition. So I don't think I'm going to get there on Colin Castleton tonight. 
Will Richard has over 17 fantasy points in every game. However, he only has over 23 fantasy points once. I think he's a super safe high floor option, but I would probably won't get there tonight. Kyle Lofton, the St. Bonaventure transfer, is very intriguing because I feel like he should be doing better than he is, knowing what he did at St. Bonaventure with the Bonnies. Um, but the problem we're running into is like Florida is not using him as high usage as St. Bonaventure did, but DraftKings is still pricing him like he's at St. Bonaventure. And what makes matters even worse is because that price is so high, he's only hit four times value once this season. And he's coming off of an injury. So if he is injured, I think that actually opens up the door to Trey Bonham. Trey Bonham is Florida's backup point guard behind Kyle Lofton. He would be the direct beneficiary if Kyle Lofton were to not give it a go tonight. And Trey Bonham has a lot of upside. He's got over 29 fantasy points four times this season, which is about five times his value at his current price tag. So I think Trey Bonham, if Kyle Lofton does not go, I'm locking Trey Bonham into my lineups personally. Alex Fudge, backup big man. Actually, I think he may be a starter. Whatever. But he's a big man for Florida, and he has really picked it up in his last three games. All have been over 20 with a high of 38 fantasy points. And this is another one kind of like I mentioned with UConn with Andre Jackson Jr. I'd rather be early to the party than late. But if everything is trending upward and his price tag is still down really low, I think Alex Fudge is a really good value play tonight at his low price tag, and I think that he's going to get price adjusted sometime here soon. Kowasier Reeves would be the last Florida player that I would consider. He's got three games over 20 fantasy points. However, he's got two games under five fantasy points, so he is a boom or bust option there at the bottom of the board. All right, that covers it for the marquee game. So now I'm going to switch over, and we're going to talk about one high-priced option, two mid-priced options, and one low-priced option for the entire slate tonight. So it should give you guys plenty of names that you can get into your lineups. But before we do that, let's take a quick breather. All right, we're back. We're going to talk about the guard position first. So in terms of high-priced guards, Jalen Pickett to me does get a mention here because he's actually the slate's leading fantasy scorer on average, and he is not priced as the slate's leading scorer. He's behind Deron Holmes and Colin Castleton. So I think that he's definitely an option. But the guy that I want to talk about here is Umoja Gibson of DePaul, and he is $8,700 on DraftKings. The reason why is because DePaul has a tempo up game tonight. St. John's is one of the fastest teams in the country, and Gibson in a high-scoring game should be able to achieve value. He's got three straight games over 37 fantasy points, and he has not scored under 31 fantasy points in a game this season. And what's even more important, a stat that we really like, is that he averages more fantasy points than minutes. And as a guard that plays a lot of minutes, that's pretty tough to do. So I really like his chances to go for at least 37, maybe even in the 40 range tonight. That's Emoja Gibson of DePaul. In terms of mid-priced guards... Zurich Phelps of SMU, he's $7,300 on DraftKings. He's the first one that I'm going to talk about. So believe it or not, he is the second highest usage player on the slate, which is saying something for a guy that's priced $7,300. It means he's not very efficient, but what it does mean is that we're getting a guy who has the basketball in his hands with an opportunity to score or create more than just about anybody on the slate, and he's not priced up there with everybody else on the slate. He's got over 40 fantasy points three times this season, so we know that he has a high ceiling, and he does better in games that are more high scoring. 
The over-under in this one is 130. But if you look at some of his other played games, he's played in some rock fights, like some games that end in the 110s. So I definitely think that Zurich Phelps has a lot of upside tonight. He is the mid-priced guard that I'm looking at in the 7K range. Now in the 6K range, I want to talk about Mike Shar of Jumps of Dayton. He's $6,100. Nicknamed Mongolian Mike. He is the first F or first, I almost said FBS like it's college football. He's the first Division I scholarship player from Mongolia. And he is Dayton's new point guard. So he is taking advantage of two unfortunate injuries for the Dayton Flyers. Both their point guards, Malachi Smith and Kobe Elvis, are injured and out indefinitely. And so Mike Sharp jumps is going to be playing the one, and he's a very versatile player. He's 6'8". He can play in a pick and roll. He is, honestly, I think he's got a lot of upside, like just an insane amount of upside for a guy that is his height, his athleticism, um, and running that offense in Dayton that incorporates a lot of ball screens. So he had 29 fantasy points in his first start at point guard. That's almost five times value his salary on DraftKings, which is something that we would like a lot. Now, one thing I do want to talk about with this Dayton-Virginia Tech game I didn't really know where to put this guy because he's listed as a guard and a forward on DraftKings, is RJ Blakeney. He had a really good game last year against Virginia Tech, and he is also going to see a bump in usage with the absence of Elvis and Malachi Smith. And honestly, the whole Dayton starting lineup is going to see a bump in usage. So if you're interested in any of those other players, Mustafa Amzil is another guy that's there, and we're going to talk about some other two Dayton Flyers here a little bit later. Now, for the low-priced guard, I want to talk about Cameron Winter of Penn State. He is $5,200 on DraftKings. So Penn State's guard rotation has been really inconsistent in terms of minutes since the start of the season. I feel like they're trying to figure out who their guys are outside of Jalen Pickett. And so I think they might have figured it out. Cameron Winter, last time out, played 41 minutes, and he had 35 fantasy points. So I think that that trend is going to continue. I think that... You know, this rotation at guard for Penn State might finally be solidified, and Cameron Winter might be one of those guys who gets a lot of minutes. Now, one other name that I do want to mention is Jalen Terry of DePaul. He's $3,600 on DraftKings, and he is going to most likely be in the starting lineup tonight due to injury. I think he is a very sneaky value that is almost a punt play at $3,600. All right, now let's talk about the forwards. So for the high-priced forwards, we've already mentioned Sonogo. We've already mentioned Colin Castleton. So I want to talk about the Dayton guys right here. I think both of them merit mention. That is Deron Holmes II and Tumani Kamara. And Dayton, their offense, you know, they run so many ball screens. It runs through these two bigs a lot, and they're both really versatile. And if they end up with a mismatch, they can both really score it. Now, both have over 37 fantasy points in their last two games. Like I said earlier, they're playing without their two point guards they're two, the two guys that run the offense and so they're going to see an increase in usage I, I feel like everybody's going to be willing to feed them down low because they know that that's like the most efficient place to go for a bucket now i think i like holmes a little more because looking at virginia tech they have they play two bigs a lot and that is with Jaden mutz and grant basili and i think that mutz is a little better athlete and so he's going to be guarding tumani kamara i think that basili who's a little bit Less fleet of foot is going to be on Deron Holmes, and I think that that is a bad matchup for Virginia Tech. I think Deron Holmes is going to be able to take advantage of Basili's lack of foot speed. And so I personally would prefer Holmes to Kamara, but if you want to save a little bit of salary, I don't think you're dropping that much to go down to Kamara. Kamara actually leads the team in rebounding. 
All right, now let's talk about mid-priced forwards. So in the 7K range, I really like Seth Lundy of Penn State. He is an even $7,000 on DraftKings. He's got 30 fantasy points in three straight games and four out of five. I think that he's just a super consistent performer, and I think that Penn State gets a little bit of a tempo up game tonight against Michigan State. In the 6K range, I like Samuel Williamson of SMU. He's $6,100 on DraftKings, and he has been the Mr. Consistency at the forward position on this slate. He's been, he's been between 22 and 28 fantasy points in every game this season, except for one game where he had only nine, where he got in foul trouble, and then one game where he had 33. So $6,100, I mean, 22 to 28, you're looking at about three and a half times value to well over four times value. So I think that that's a pretty solid option, especially if you're playing cash games. I think he's a guy that is an elite cash game play. And so Samuel Williamson is the second mid-priced forward that I like. For the low-priced forward, Max Mertz of Penn is $5,200. So Penn is another team, like we talked about earlier with Penn State, that has been really inconsistent with their rotations. But Max Mertz seems to have found his footing a little bit. He's played 25 minutes at least in six straight games, and he's got four games over 24 fantasy points in that stretch. And look, $5,200, we will absolutely take 24 fantasy points any day of the week. That's well over four times value, almost five times value. All right, so that does it with the other names for tonight. So we talked about our marquee game. So if you're playing FanDuel, if you're playing single game contests on there, or DraftKings for that matter, we talked about the game that is the single game contest for tonight. And we talked about the slate as a whole on DraftKings. Very productive podcast here today. Hopefully we gave you guys plenty of names to put into your lineups. If you want to see how I fit all of those names into my lineups, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. Like I said, we're looking to get back on the cashing train tonight. So let's see how it goes. Anyway, make sure you stay subscribed to the podcast feed, coming out with new episodes daily. And so make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you are, you know, listening to the other sports as well. Give the other sports some love. Uh, I'm going to be doing mostly NFL content for the rest of the week, Thursday and Friday. If there is a really good college basketball slate, I'll find a way to incorporate that as well. All right, so that does it for this episode here today, guys. So may luck be with you tonight on the slate, and thank you guys for listening. I will see you all next time.